the OG of Jets podcasting and vlogging is back. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. This is There's Always Next Year with Brian Bassett. I'm back. The real me. Let's not, not make a whole thing of it. And his co-hosts, Chef Travis Milton. Today we're going to be making the students my tasty baked ziti with basil and fresh mozzarella. And Josh Conrad. Oh, my brother, testify. On Play Like a Jet Digital. Welcome to There's Always Next Year on the Play Like a Jet Network. I'm your host, Brian Bassett. You can follow me on Twitter at Brian underscore Bassett. With me today is Travis Milton. You can find me on Twitter at Dash 37 Board 27. Uh, Josh Conrad might be uh, pinch hitting in here in a little bit. He's with family in Colorado on this uh, boxing day. Travis, uh, good news. We, we didn't tape this morning because some big news broke. Uh, I'm excited to say that Mike White will be the starting quarterback for the New York Jets uh, this coming Sunday against the Seattle Seahawks. How are you feeling about that? I got some really, really cool Christmas presents, but that might be my favorite thing that I've gotten. <laughs> that coupled with with uh, the the losses this the weekend, losses. Um, yeah. yeah, crazy. Like we are still somehow in it. It's it's yeah. amazing, and uh, so stoked to have Mike White back in there. Yeah, yeah. The, after you know, that, that Jaguars kind of, game, holy crap! Yeah, after after that game, and just after you know, watch, kind of watching the you know, it it seemed like it was all over. I mean, the team was very flat. Uh, we can talk a little bit about that in in a second, but um, yeah, like I mean, why do <laughs> you? I want to I want to I want to commend you because I think weeks ago I, I understand that Zach Wilson has played. Zach Wilson played through a cavalcade of uh you know of issues that that arose that allowed him to be in this position to again play. Um, but you know you called this weeks ago that you thought. Zach was done. And I mean, after getting benched now for the second time this season in only his second season with the team. Yeah. You kind of said like earlier on, you said like, it's over for Wilson. Like once Mike White started playing well, Um, you know, Zach Wilson starts because Mike White obviously can't go due to his ribs. Uh, Joe Flacco does not provide anything noteworthy at all. You know, very flat when, when he was playing. Um, you know, Straveler certainly came in during this past game and looked a Tim Tebow-ish type quarterback or a Jeff Driscoll-ish type quarterback, kind of wildcat style. Um, but Zach Wilson, when under center, just is struggling so hard. And it's not just him struggling. I'm, I'm curious if you saw it too. And I don't want to spend a ton of time because a lot of people have already talked about the game, but like did it feel to you like everything was flat? The defense was flat. The offense was flat. And like I couldn't put a finger on any reason why, and this is all anecdotal uh, and narrative driven, but it just seemed like to me because Zach Wilson was the starter, the team was not up for that game this week. Like, how did you feel about that? Yeah. I mean, it's, it, I don't know if it was because Zach Wilson was the starter, but I mean, on offense, you know, it's it, it kind of harks back to something that you said weeks ago, uh, you know, and and not, you know, I, I, that whole thing with his mom, like that mm-hmm. that was some some crap. Don't freaking text <laughs> somebody's mom, like geez. But he's he's never had any, he's never had this kind of like adversity to deal with outside of like you know him him trying to to get the starting position in BYU, which which he did. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just don't see him having like the the 
the mental fortitude. Um, and again, I don't, I don't fucking know Zach Wilson, but like through his right. body language, through the way he's acted through all of this, through the way he acted before, like, I don't, I don't see him being able to gain that confidence back unless he miraculously mm-hmm. is in a game and plays well and kicks some ass. And I don't think he's going to be able to do that until he is spent, you know, a full off season of reworking his mechanics. You know, it's, I, I, I just don't see it happening. And, you know, it's, I was very surprised to see that, uh, that Jay Glazer tweet about, uh, him saying that the, the, the Jets are going to move on from him, uh, after the year, not, not because of, you know, the, the thought of, of them moving on, but, you know, there's, there hasn't been a lot of leaks or anything, uh, coming mm-hmm. out of, out of the Jets front office or, or behind the scenes since Joe, Joe Douglas took over. So that was kind of surprising to me, but I really think that that's going to be the case. I don't, I don't think there's any way they can reclaim this or reclaim him. And, and it, I, I just don't, you know, I, I don't see yeah. it ever happening for him. Yeah, it, you know, it's hard being right. And I certainly, you know, we were kind of texting privately about this after his game and his, his kind of comments in the post game on the, after the Thursday night game. And, you know, he was clearly dejected and clearly, um, what's the word, uh, like, I don't know, <laughs> repentant or whatever, whatever the word is. Like he, you know, he had the right answers. He really was beating up on himself in that post game press conference. And like, I, like, I've all, I don't really feel bad for Zach Wilson, but that was like the first time I've, you know, never wanted him and blah, blah, blah. But like, I was like, gosh, I actually feel bad for this guy. I mean, they were booing him so hard going, going into the half, going into the half. And I do not blame them. It's a Thursday night. It's miserable weather. Right. Yeah. Just, it was, it was so bad. And he, you know, he did not do himself any credit, but like, I think that's the point, like to your point. And, you know, I don't know if Jay Glazer is speaking from knowledge or just, you know, I think sometimes Glazer just plays the odds, right? Like he's just, you know, saying stuff, playing the odds, but like, you know, you, he's a New York guy, right? Like he knows what's up. Like, you can't, there's no coming back as best I can see from that sort of incident, from that kind of a fan base, right? Like New York people, like they love you because you keep battling and you try and, you know, you, and you make it work. Like you, you know, you're clutch or you're not. And once they, once you're lost to them, like it's, it's, it's just, it's like a forever thing. Right. So now every time he goes three and out, if he ever plays again, it's going to be over. So like, my hope is that Sala and and uh, Douglas and the organization know that. And yeah, they just realize like, look, look, it might work for this kid. You know, Sam Darnold's had some moments in Carolina. Baker Mayfield had a, well, he was he never played for the Jets. Um, you know, like yeah. Baker Mayfield is going through a similar situation where he's playing on the Rams right now and he's kind of figuring it out, right? Like that might, I'm saying it can happen for players once they leave their initial city, uh, Geno Smith, right. Who the quarterback we're going to be playing yeah. this coming week. Like it can happen for players, but like, right. If you don't already know who and what your quarterback is by the end of year two, you know what your quarterback is. Right. And exactly. so you know, if there's a question yeah. mark. Yep. Yeah. And so you're seeing that from Trevor Lawrence, right? Did he have a terrible first year? Absolutely. You know, is he starting to figure it out? I don't necessarily want to, you know, say it's all Doug Peterson. I think it's definitely he's a great player and his coaching staff isn't, you know, hamstringing him any chance they get. Um, so you, so you have Trevor Lawrence figuring out Justin Fields looked abysmal in his first preseason. He was basically like, yeah, there was one play where he got sacked 
so hard. He didn't even see it coming. And it was like right in his face. And, you know, and I mean, you know, he's not the thrower that some of these other quarterbacks are, but he's definitely a gamer, right? You know, we don't know what Trey Lance is like Mac Jones is kind of this enigma. He had a first good year with, you know, Josh McDaniels now, you know, second year, not so much. I don't expect Matt Patricia will be back, but you know, I think Mac Jones, if I had to choose between Zach Wilson and Mac Jones, I know who I'm taking. Um, and so, right. We're, we're to a point now where you should know what you have. Uh, or expect to have in two years, two more years time from a player. And I think the Jets know exactly what they have. And so I respect the fact that Robert Sal is going out there and saying, you know, yeah, he, you know, if he's wearing a uniform, we're going to, you know, we're going to, you know, rally around this guy. But, you know, there's another guy wearing this uniform who has, you know, basically given his body in service of this team and his mind in understanding that offense. And so that's Mike White. So like, I want to talk about Mike White. I want to talk about what you expect from him this coming week. I mean, obviously, you know, (laughs) you, it's hard to come back from mashed potato ribs as you've, you know, you've talked about his ribs in the past. Like, you know, I I don't know how ready he's going to be for this game. And it is convenient that he's cleared today, uh, (laughs) Monday, but, but, uh, but, but at the same time, like, He's a gamer. He wants to be out there. We saw in the game where he got knocked out of the game by Milano. Like he wanted to come back in that game, even if he wasn't right to come back into that game. So, yeah. So what do you expect to see from Mike White this week? And, you know, what can he rely on? How is his his offensive line hasn't looked great? The running game has had no answers. Uh, and I think largely the running game is in no answers because Zach Wilson's been their quarterback. Exactly. Um, I mean, the yeah. teams just fell out on 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 the run. I mean, you you know that Zach's going to connect on a couple big plays. So if you're just covering Dan downfield, you're fine. Uh, sell mm-hmm. out on the run and pressuring Zach Wilson because when he's pressured, he can't make a single freaking throw. He can't make a screen pass. He can't do shit. Um, so yeah, I think I think Mike being back in there alone is going to kickstart the running the running game. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Because he'll hurt uh, you. Yeah. If you if you're not if you don't respect him, like he'll hurt you. If you if you yeah, crowd 100%. up the line, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of the, you know, we, we even saw it after he came back from the rib injury, you know, he was, he was still connecting on passes that, that Zach is still unable to, to go anywhere beyond skipping the ball. Uh, you know, I, I, I really, I, it's one of the most maddening things in the world that I think that was my comment when Strebler came in. I was like, dude's got an arm weaker than, than a, a happy hour <laughs> drink at, at Applebee's, but at least he can connect on a screen pass. And and that's what he did. Yeah. He came in, connected on some screen passes. Right. And he ran, the, ran ball. the ball and he, and he threw some screen passes and that's like, that's what they needed to at least loosen up the, the game. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, so yeah, I, I would not be surprised if, you know, if, if white is still, you know, that pretty banged up, which I think, I think, I mean, I can just assume he is still pretty banged up. Um, I would imagine there's going to be a, a, a Streveler package. Like they're going to, I, I can imagine there is after yeah. the way that he, after, after the spark that he brought, there will at least be a couple of packages in there. Um, yeah. I think, you, you know, you, you, if you're in a situation where it's a, you know, a fourth and one or a goal line and, you know, two to go or something like that, like, Hell yeah. Like bring him in. Like, and I think Mike White is not such a hothouse flower that that Zach Wilson is right. Like he's not going to wilt if he has to come out of the game. Right. The the idea is like, listen, man, we want to protect you. We want you to get more healthy, not less healthy, you know, over, over the last two weeks here, because right, yeah. if, if things break right for us and we do go to the playoffs, 
We need you in the playoffs. So, right. So on those fourth and ones, there is no reason you need to be the, the, the one to sneak this ball. They know that there's, there's a sneak coming. Like, that's fine. Let's travel or do it. Right. Or, or whatever yeah. the situation is like, put, put, um, yeah, put Mike in a, in a, a place to succeed by putting Streveler in a place to help him succeed. Right. I think that's, that's the way I would look at it from a coaching staff. And I hope that we see that. I hope they don't, you know, throw, throw Mike White off his mojo and his rhythm by kind of coming in and out of the game. But I would say five to 10 plays with Streveler kind of, you know, you know, taking the snap. Like I could totally see that happening in, in this upcoming game. Yeah. And after Silas comments of saying that like they went into the Jaguars game, with yes. mm-hmm. a package for Strebler. Um, you know, I think they're coming around to that. And also that, that to me, like just that comment, I don't think anyone said a whole lot about, uh, you know, the comment, of, uh, I think it was geared towards them uh, asking about how, how they had prepared for Strebler being in there because it's, it's really a completely and utterly different offensive package with him in there, like uh, offensive mm-hmm. game plan, everything. Um, and the fact that they had even prepared to the point where they had enough of those packages for the entire game, they did not think that Zach was going to come, was going to make it through that game. Um, and, and he is, and I think they saw enough out of him to this point in that game that, that he will for, from the foreseeable future, as long as they have him, because we all know Flacco is just biding his time for, for retirement. Um, Zach's probably not going to be there. And, and if they don't go for a veteran and Mike White is the starter, uh, Strebler is going to be a part of that game plan and, and probably, possibly, uh, I'm not going to say probably, but possibly backup. So like, you got to yeah. see what you got out of him. You got to see how he's going to, going to react in those packages. And I think it brings just another level of, of something to play with for MLF, uh, mm-hmm. in that offense going into the playoffs, possibly. Um, so yeah, I, I can totally see that. And I don't think Mike would would have any issues with that at all, based off of his his body yeah. language on the sideline through his injury. Like, um, not to compare him to Zach again, but like you look at the beginning of the year when Zach was on the sideline and his body language, and then Mike on the sideline during that Jaguars game, like he was pumped when yeah. when that Uzama throw. Uh, you know, like he he was pumped about everything, like until it got really shitty. Thanks for listening to Play Like a Jet. Just want to remind you that when you go over to prizepicks.com and the PrizePicks app, you can get your first deposit matched up to 100 bucks when you use the promo code PLAJ. You pick two to six players up against their PrizePicks player projections in their daily fantasy matchups. And if they beat their PrizePicks player projections, you can win up to 25 times the amount of money that you put in. Now, I've recommended over and over and over again picking Garrett Wilson as one of your two to six players because Garrett Wilson beats his prize picks player projection pretty much every single week. Ride the hot hand, pick Garrett Wilson as one of your two to six players over at prizepicks.com. I certainly will be doing that. You don't have to play football though. You could do baseball, basketball, hockey, anything you want. It's all there at prizepicks.com and the prize picks app. You don't play against anybody else. You only play against the prize picks player projection. Remember, when you go to prizepicks.com or the prize picks app and use the promo code PLAJ when you sign up, they'll match your first deposit up to 100 bucks. So if you put in 100 bucks, they'll match you 100 bucks. Put in 50 bucks, they'll match you 50 bucks. Just use the promo code PLAJ when you sign up over at prizepicks.com and the prize picks app, and they'll match your first deposit up to 100 bucks. Play like a jet. Play like a jet.
So the Jets, yeah, as you kind of alluded to earlier, you know, they're in a situation where despite their loss, um, they're put in a position where if they win out here and the Patriots lose one of the last two, uh, you know, it's it, it bodes well for the Jets. So I'll, I'll, let's start with the Patriots and work our way back. Uh, Patriots get Miami and Buffalo. Um, I don't have, uh, you know, the ats and homes uh, up in front of me, but but regardless, like the, the Buffalo game is the most worrisome to me because it's the last week of the season. And the question is going to be what's Buffalo playing for at that point. And, and I don't know. I don't know if they'll be playing for anything. Um, if they are, obviously they, you know, for the first seed or whatever, they're going to want that by. Uh, but if they're not, then, you know, that could certainly shape well into the favor of the Patriots who would love to play spoilers to the Jets. Uh, but, you know, the Pats going against Miami, who, you know, who the Jets will see the final week of the season. Um, you know, that's interesting. Miami has been, you know, a bit of a roller coaster up and down team. You know, their offense is is quite excellent uh, at times. Um, and they get some amazing, you know, skill players in, in Waddle and Terry Kill. Um, and, you know, two has had a little bit of roller coaster, but a, but a good, 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 uh, good season. Nevertheless, uh, their defense, not so great. Um, but the Jets play Seattle this coming week. Uh, so we'll, we'll have time to talk about the Miami game um, uh, the next week. But but Seattle, like when you kind of look at who and what they are, they're a middle of the pack offense. Um, they have an excellent, excellent, probably the best uh, in the league, like special teams unit. Uh, but their defense, not great. So like when you think yeah. about how this game plays out for the Jets, even though it's on the road in um, Seattle, which is a notoriously hard uh, stadium to play an away game in, um, it matches up well for them, right? The Jets have a pretty good defense, so hopefully they should be able to slow down a, you know, decent offense, you know, when everybody's healthy. I think that's been a big issue for, for Seattle this year. Um, but, you know, depending on who who's up for the game, um, you know, their, their offense could be a lot better than they've kind of played so far this year, but their defense is not very good. So, so the, so the point is, if Mike White can come in and, you know, just marshal the team, manage the game, like they should be in a position to be able to, uh, to it, it's a winnable game. That, that's what I'm trying to say. Seattle's had a good year, uh, but it's still a very winnable game based on the matchup of kind of their offense versus our defense and their defense versus our offense. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Any, any specific thoughts about Seattle, kind of, you know, what you're going to be looking for this coming week? No, I mean, I, I, I don't know that much beyond their freaking special teams and the fact that Gino's been mm-hmm. playing great. I, I do know that, like you said, the injuries have, have stacked up, but it's, it's looked like a winnable game all year long and I don't see yeah. it being any different. Um, and you know, the, the Miami game looks like a winnable game the way they've played, but that then, like you said earlier, it, it kind of scares me in regards to, uh, New England. Um, you know, mm-hmm. because if, if, uh, if Miami, does lose to new England Buffalo has zero to play with play for. Um, right. and they're going to, going to, you know, try to, I would assume probably bench people, put Josh Allen on the sidelines. Uh, right. But you know, if, if Miami shows up the way they did at green Bay, I think we're both looking at a win at both, both, uh, <laughs> the, the, the Patriots and the jets. Cause right. I mean, Tua Tua looked terrible the last half of that game. Yeah. Um, yeah. so I, yeah. I, I think that Seattle's, you know, a, a definitely the more winnable of the 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 two games but uh but yeah i I think it just all depends on it it really hinges on miami for both of us uh for both teams and and playoff hopes because just depends on what jekyll and hyde version shows up 
Yeah. And so, so I think, yeah, as I'm thinking about this, I'm just saying like, I don't want to wait for the Patriots to, uh, to play the bills. Like I want them, uh, you know, to be in a situation to, to, um, you know, I, I, they, they have to lose against Miami, I guess. Right. Cause they basically just need to win one game. I think that's how it works. Right. They just need one of two. Um, yep. So, yeah. So like, you know, if if I'm placing my mojo chips on the table here, right on the on the uh, roulette wheel or whatever, like I'm putting my mojo chips against this Miami game. Like I'm going to I'm going to expend them all here because yep. like I want them to lose that game more because my hope is that even a bad Buffalo team, like they're still so good that they'll be able to beat them. The Patriots, though, they're kind of like Jekyll and Hyde and who knows who's showing up and, Right. Is Mac Jones, you know, screaming at his players or, you know, does the defense, you know, have an amazing play or you know, whatever. Like um, they're, they're, you know, they're they're a very mercurial team this year. So. So, yeah, we'll have yeah. to see. But but yeah, uh, in terms of in terms of the Jets, like, I, you know, I am. Like I we were going into this podcast, we hadn't taped it yet. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking about what are you going to talk about? Like, I don't know that Mike White will be back. Like we're going to have to talk about, you know, OK, what free agent quarterbacks are available in the upcoming oh, yeah. free agency period or like, well, I don't know what we're going to talk about. And then, yeah, start, Josh, start you know, kind of, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Start the draft talk, look at Tankathon or whatever. And then, you know, <laughs> Josh sends out of the blues, like Mike White's back. Uh, so he, even though he's with his family in Colorado, he got that one in. Um, but oh, yeah. yeah, like it's, it's, I, I think one of the big things just to be mindful of, and we've said this and since Josh isn't here, I'll say it on his behalf. Like, um, it's good to be post Christmas and for them to be at least in the conversation of the playoffs, right? I mean, they've had a terrible four game skid here, uh, but at the same time, right? Like, I think this team knows a lot more about themselves, um, you know, knows a lot more about what they want to be, um, and you know, has kind of battled through some hard stuff. And so, to you know, to be in a situation where there's realistically two players, you know, on this team who could be rookies of the year for their side of the ball, Um, you know, to know that, you know, you have a solid offensive line, defensive line and, uh, and, you know, cornerback play. And, you know, that, you know, even despite all the injuries, the offensive line, you know, is somehow at times figuring it out and to think about like what it could be next year. Uh, but you know, that they still have the opportunity to make some noise here and they have someone that the team has proven to rally around and just respect, you know, so, so um, sincerely in, in Mike White, who's going to play, um, you know, my hope is that that kind of rubs off on the team and that they really, kind of show up amped for this game because right i mean playing that's, two away games at the end of the year that's not easy right travis no no and that's that's my one worry uh is that we we come out flat i mean seeing how flat they came out against the jaguars mm-hmm. knowing that that's the biggest game of the year and and you know the the players and so i can can discount it and say yeah it's, it's one week at a time it's not the biggest game it's you know sure like you tell yourself that but but every single player knew what was on the line going into that game, and they showed up very, very, very flat. Now, was that Zach Wilson? Was that was that jitters? Was that pressure? Was that what? Yeah, who knows? But um, I just, I just really, really hope that they they don't repeat that because we've we've seen it a few times this year. I, I can go back through our text threads multiple times and 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 
point out points where we've all been like, man, they are starting this game super flat. They, 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 they yeah. it just, you know, there's, there's no pop. Um, so that, that's my biggest hope is that, that Mike White will provide that spark and, mm-hmm. and that they know that they're kind of, they're kind of playing with house money to an extent. Um, yeah. You know, no one expects them to do it. They're, they, they've still got a shot and they, they've just got to take care of their own, their own shit. And that's, uh, that's what it boils down to. So I really hope that, that this does inject a, a freaking, um, some excitement and some explosion out of, uh, out of the guys and they show up super yeah. amped. Yeah. I'm really excited to see kind of what we get in terms of how they carry themselves. Um, especially the two rookies, Garrett Wilson and, um, and sauce Gardner. I mean, other guys have been, you know, phenomenal too uh, among the rookies, but those two are clearly, you know, quickly becoming leaders of this team. And so I'm really like, they've certainly worn their hearts on their sleeve, maybe a little bit too much at, at times. Um, but, oh, yeah. but all the same, like uh, I'm really, I really want to see who and what they are in these last two games, like regardless of what sauce. happens. Yeah. At the very least, is going to show up to no ends because he's 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 going to be going well not up against but you know he's he's yeah. you've got Woolen on the other side of the field who is the <laughs> the other person that's kind of a front runner for um, the 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 defensive rookie of the year and and a dude that everybody is comparing him to so I, th- I think Sauce uh, you know we've talked about that that arrogance that he's got he's going to show up with with the complete intention of of giving him no grounds and. In, in in this defensive rookie of the year uh conversation um so i think sauce is going to be balling out um yeah and uh I mean, think and about Garrett the last Wilson two weeks right i mean think about the last two weeks uh you know for for sauce like he's going to be playing the seattle receivers who are you know pretty good top two yeah pretty good and then and, and and then miami right again top two pretty, pretty good yeah pretty good. So, um, so yeah, we're really going to get a sense of who he is and then, yeah, how does he carry it? How does he lead the team? And, you know, same thing for Bar- Garrett Wilson, right? If, if, um, if Zach Wilson is not going to be the captain of this team next year, like who is offensively, who, who's it going to be? I don't know. Um, and, you know, Garrett Wilson is certainly in the running for it. Um, but, you know, let's see how he carries himself the last two games. Is he uh, yeah. you know, getting dejected or, you know, is he, you know, whatever elevating and, and making the plays he needs to make. So this is going to be really good. Um, th- you know, th- you know what this is, this Mike white, you know, Monday, uh, Monday, midday news. You know what this is? This is like the scene in a Christmas story where Christmas is kind of over and, you know, Ralphie's kind of, you know, he's satisfied, but he didn't get the thing that he really wanted for Christmas. And then, you know, his dad's like, Oh, you know, what's that over there by the, by the tree or, you know, behind the, <laughs> whatever it was yep. it's like you know so that's kind of what it felt like today with getting the mike white news it's like you know we get the thing we really wanted <laughs> at least this podcast really wanted which is uh which is mike white so yeah so now we got it you know hopefully we don't go outside and shoot our eye out so uh so let's uh let's see how it goes <laughs> that's a, that's good yeah let's not do that <laughs> travis merry christmas to you merry christmas from josh since he's off with his family today merry christmas from the whole play like a jet family uh, make sure to rate and review the podcast in your feed. Um, we will see you next week after Seattle. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year.